Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ramp Up Mumblings where with the release of El Capitan and iOS 9 I thought I'd have a good old rant about ad blocking. But before all that, guess what everybody, I've had feedback, thank you very much. I'm not going to say much more than that because as you've left feedback I'm going to do something special for you. So you know who you are, keep an ear out for hopefully the next episode if uh, El Capitan doesn't kill audacity like it already has killed Pixelmator. But a quick word about that, make sure you do a backup. Yeah, don't just do what I did and install it blindly. I'm stupid, you don't have to be. I've actually posted an article over on centralmac.co.uk recommending Time Machine, Carbon Copy Cloner, or the rather excellent Backblaze.com, which gives you unlimited, unthrottled backup for just $5 a month. Not from, not starting at, not packages from, this is full, unlimited, unthrottled, untethered, it will back up your external drive, it will back up a USB stick for only $5. Seriously, go check it out on the article over at essentialmac.co.uk. El Capitan, I've got to say, hugely, hugely impressed. Um, I installed OSX Yosemite. I did all of the public betas, not the public betas, the developer betas, thanks to a friend of a friend who gave me the app to say, you know, put me on the developer stream of releases. Out of the gate, it uses pretty much less memory than Yosemite. And this is running on two identical bits of kit, more or less running the same apps, and uh, it's there. Pound for pound, it's there. Like I said, a few apps don't work, like Pixelmator, it'll run, but it certainly doesn't let you resize. Um, that's obviously down to some internal architecture. But so far, um, if I would touch wood, if I could, in fact, now I'm going to have to find wood because I'm one of those paranoid types. So as I'm out walking, I'm going to touch a tree. There we go. I don't know if you can hear that. It's looking like the view from the top of El Capitan is very, very good. iOS 9 has obviously dropped onto um, devices. Again, make a backup. Do it properly, though. You know, get a little cable out, stick it in uh, to the phone, plug it in, let iTunes do a backup and then at least then you know you've got something safe and secure. So on to the main meat of the programme. I hate adverts on websites almost as much as I'm a hypocrite about having web adverts on my website. Um, I realise right now that personally my site is probably... It's borderline. Um, I, the reason I have them on there is because for me, the website needs to make enough money just to look after its hosting, which it does, which I'm really glad to say. But more than that, it gives me an outlet to sort of talk to people, to reach out to people, to get the feedback on iTunes for this show. You know, I've met many people just running a website, something that I thought, you know, really wouldn't be possible. So it's with great interest I follow things like iOS 9 and Safari ad blocking, sorry content ad blocking not sorry content blocking not advert blocking which i think google sorry apple were very very careful to stop using the word ads there themselves the internet has become a way of way for people to look at it as like to say let's make money of this and over the last sort of year maybe the last two years as several sites have died such as tvw and a couple of others and other sites have come up the content seems to, the content has also gone up, but it's also harder to concentrate 
on that content because of the amount of adverts that are on there. Now, nicely placed adverts which are non, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for, non-invasive, I quite like, but this is the problem. A non-invasive advert probably doesn't get any clicks. And I know uh, from the last few weeks where I've had a few people send me apps to review, I've gone out to all of them and said, you know, I'll, I'll quite happily put a banner on my website for you, give you free traffic uh, for nothing. I would say out of five, four of them have said, oh, you know, it's not really worth our time or our investment because banners don't do that well for us. And, you know, that says, you know, that says something, does that? Right now, the adverts that annoy me the most on the internet are ones that follow the typical SEO sort of best placement guidelines for your advert. Now you'll see on most websites, header, top right, uh, a little bit of website content, uh, then a 600 by, sorry, 300 by 600 banner, and then normally you'll get a 300 by 200 in the article. That's fine enough for a desktop, but when you start going on to a mobile browser, there is nothing worse. And this is one of my pet, pet peeves. You've read a headline, you click on it, you go to the mobile version of the website, you get the headline, and then you have to scroll past a bloody advert to get to the content. And if you're on a device that supports do not tracking or don't follow me or whatever it is, it's even worse because it's something like your IBM Power Solutions, HP data centers, or something that's just completely, completely irrelevant. So yes, I could turn off do not track me, you know, or do not follow me or, you know, leave me the hell alone setting, but then I don't want, but that's my point. I don't want to be tracked, you know? And it's the websites themselves, like, you know, at least give me a lead in paragraph to encourage me to read it. The only thing that annoys me more is what's become another trend. Uh, the websites that use a mobile theme, again, you go onto it, you see the headline, and then you've got a big 300 by 200 block saying F. Then another block saying T. And then another block saying E, which is Facebook, Twitter, email, before I can even get to the damn content. By this time, I couldn't give a stuff if the content's any good, if I'm honest with you, because it's just taken such a palaver to get from the top to the, where anything actually needs to be read, that I just can't be bothered, you know? It's, and then sometimes, and it's even worse when the article is completely nonsensical, well, a bit like this podcast, really. This has all sort of come to a head in a way with, um, I forget the guy, I'll put it in the show notes hopefully, who did a very, very simple content blocking script for iOS 9 and hit up iMore. So before the content blocker, the site loaded in 11 seconds. After he put the content blocker on there, now he didn't make it entirely clear if he'd cleared out the cache or anything like that, it reduced to two seconds. 14 seconds down to two. Not only that, the streaming HTTP request stopped after the page had loaded because what they would, what adverts will do is that they will keep your connection open to fire off more adverts to you. Now, yes, I put my hand up, I'm guilty, but I'm really, really stringent on my page loading times and server loads and all that sort of stuff to the fact I've even pulled adverts from them manually and told them to sort things out before I'd even think about re-enabling them again. So at least I try to be a little bit proactive. The piece I'm on about is over at Daring Fireball and fair play to Rene Ritchie, he did come back with a, a good reply saying, you know, 
This is unfortunately one of the economics of running a website and having staff is that they need to make money. It's getting harder and harder, which I can attest to, to make money by having a website just with adverts. And they often have no control over what sent them because you know they're using what's like a black box. They're saying, here's a space, fill it. Sending it off to a CDN, they send over the content uh, and that's pretty much the extent of the control. Now, the only part of Renee's response that I that's got me thinking is when it comes to mobile. Now, according to Renee Ritchie from iMore, he they get paid less for mobile advertising, and I think that might be right, but I'm honestly, honestly not entirely sure. But because they the reason for this is is that they get less from mobile adverts. I think is what he's trying to say because there's less screen real estate to show adverts. Okay, that sounds pretty much fair enough. But what about charging people more for mobile adverts? And the thing that he doesn't say is that although he might get less for mobile adverts, does he get more viewers on a mo? Does he get more click-throughs, I should say, from mobile users than desktop users? Because that's the key figure that he's not mentioned. Now. I know for a fact right now my website gets something like 66% of all of its page views on the iPhone. I know, I couldn't believe it either. It was this time last year, it was 66% on desktop and it's done a complete 360. The rest is made up with, um, I think it's like 20 odd percent of PC, sorry, desktop stuff and the rest is on the iPad. Even interestingly, the, uh, the iPad has basically stagnated, sorry, tablet usage it comes under has stagnated and hasn't changed from year on year. This was, uh, so this was the start of the, um, the whole sort of investigation into you know, content blocking. So Renee did a nice 500 word reply or something like 497 words, something like that. Anyway, that's irrelevant. That reply, for less than 500 words was 14 meg by the time everything had done and dusted on the web page. And I thought, my word, you know, that's absolutely shocking. So again, it's, a, it's an interesting argument because I'm there in the same gap. I'm criticizing people for, you know, I'm criticizing websites showing ads, but I'm also showing adverts myself and I run an ad blocker. Um, I try not to run an ad blocker whenever I can, but, I just can't do it. There's a website that I go to called Digital Spy. And before any content is loaded, like uh, articles, the header, there's an advert. And then once the top advert is loaded, you then get a popover advert, or you have to scroll down even more to get to it. And it's just sort of like, it's obvious. You just got a mantra here that you just want to make as much money off this site and, you know, to, to be damned with content. Now the content is, incredibly shaky on there anyway so it probably does appeal to the people that will buy you know those teenage gossip magazines and all that other stuff oh hello see the joys of live podcasting on what other podcast would you get a random dog barking in the background answers on a postcard or send a tweet to at ocean speed conversely i've also read something and i wish again i had the blue source i must start making notes of this that the bounce rate will rocket. I don't know if, if you're not sick and fait with all these terms, the bounce rate is someone who hits your page and then leaves not visiting anything else. Uh, your bounce rate will sky, skyrocket in a uh, trajectory 
that goes directly in line with the more adverts that you've um, that you've post that you that you're hosting. So this has got me thinking. I might put my words where my mouth is. Um, I might reduce the number of adverts completely. In fact, maybe even turn them off for the weekend just to see what happens with the engagement figures on my website. So I can get, get all the stats. Advertising on the net is a hard issue. Uh, I've tried video advertising, I've tried standard, I've tried affiliates. I would say right now, my most successful advertising, and I shouldn't really be giving away a secret, I suppose, is having a good review that links to similar products on Amazon. But then you're faced with the with the uh, dilemma of do people see you as just trying to write a good review so that people will click through and buy the product through an affiliate. I've also thought, so I had a thought about, well, I might branch out to doing YouTube videos, but from the look of it, it's gonna be about eight to nine hours per video uh, before I get any content going. And even then, I sort of can't guarantee what the results are gonna be. Right now, I know that my options are limited because I know that I'm only a small, small, small fish in a very, very big pond. The reason I've gotten into podcasts is because not only do I enjoy it, but I'm thinking, if I can get a sponsor or, you know, like a lot of the shows do a sponsor read, that's exactly where I want to be, to have a nice, small sponsor read on a podcast that will, you know, that means I don't have to show adverts. I mean, how brilliant would that be? Could you give up 30 seconds? just to listen to me ramble. And let's face it, I've been going for over 13 minutes. I don't think that would be too bad. It'd be less invasive and you could skip it if you want to. Something again, you know, that's a, that's a source of consternation with website adverts. So as I start the walk home on this, what's been sort of an epic rant on Friday night in a headwind. Again, how many podcasts do you know that I've got a barking dog and a headwind? Just recording on nothing uh, but, but your iPhone with a set of headphones. As if you've got any ideas on how I can sort of move away from traditional advertising. If you've got something that you want to push on the web, push on my website or a product or series, a podcast, or anything like that, just give me a shout. I'm happy, happy, happy to support the small indies for absolutely nothing. And I don't do this uh, for the money. It's got to be so I do it because it's fun. And as long as it doesn't cost me anything I'm in pocket, I'm self-sustaining. That makes me a very happy person. I'm lucky I haven't got you know, other writers to pay and everything like that. Who knows, there might even be a chance that one day this very small podcast might go into syndication. Who knows? Anyway, thank you very much for giving me your time. My name's Mark from essentialmag.co.uk. You can catch me on the Twitter at OceanSpeed. And until next time, when hopefully I might have some intro music or at least some beats or some drops or stingers or bumpers, whatever they're called, I'll speak to you next time. And if not, have a good weekend, providing that you're listening to this on a Friday or a Saturday or a Sunday. Well, maybe just Friday and Saturday. Anyway, cheerio everyone. Ta-da.